Podcast One. There are so many ways we as consumers can help small businesses grow. And here's 32 of them. It's episode 532 of the 11-year-old award-winning Small Business Big Marketing Podcast. Yeah, I said, welcome to a small business marketing show where successful small business owners share their souls to take your marketing straight to the lead. Now, here's your host, Mr. Tim Reed. And welcome back to your weekly dose of insanely helpful marketing. I'm your host, Timbo Reed. You, infinitely more importantly, are a motivated business owner and you are so ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it deserves to be. Bit of a bonus episode today, one that I'd love you to refer back to again and again. One that I'd love you to take action on again and again, and one that I'd love you to share here with anyone with a heartbeat. Let me explain. Now, as you've probably gathered by now, I love small business. I am in awe of you, the small business owner, and I'm on a mission to help as many of you grow as I can. So to that end, in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you 32 ways us as consumers, not business owners, can do just that. The 32 ideas I'm about to share are not marketing ideas to grow your business. You get plenty of them in the other 531 episodes I've produced. Instead, they're ideas that we as consumers can put into action to help small businesses all over this crazy world. And it is a crazy world. I mean, we've been dealing with pandemics, economic turmoil in Australia. There's been bushfires. There's been floods. I mean, times are crazy. So this whole episode is dedicated to helping small businesses grow and what we as consumers can do to help that. Now, I'd love to say I came up with all these ideas, but I didn't. The reason they're so good, and they are, is that I posted this simple question inside the Small Business Big Marketing Facebook tribe. And the question was, what's the number one way we as consumers can help small businesses grow? Simple. And here's what my wonderful members had to say. Emma Rhodes, from her corporate journey, cut to the chase, and she said, just shop with them, (laughs) exclamation mark, which is the obvious one. And thank you, Emma, for bringing that to the forefront straight away. And in fact, I don't know whether you recall, but episode 462 with Robbie Bell of City Larder, he said, and I quote, don't buy the new Nike sneakers from some big online empire. Instead, put that money into buying something bespoke from a small local business. So I uh, I totally concur with that. So the number one way we as consumers can help small businesses is just simply shop with them. It sounds obvious, but gee, it's tempting to go to the big box retailer, isn't it? Cheaper quicker. I don't know if it is quicker, but you know. So let's just shop with more small businesses. Here's an idea from me. Lower your expectations and be forgiving when dealing with a small or micro business. Now, a small business might offer a great product or service, but but often they're under-resourced, right? So if that means waiting five or 10 minutes to be served, 
then wait or five, then wait five or ten minutes to be served. Just lower your expectations because you know there they have less staff, less people running around, less resource. So cut them a little bit of slack. Linda Minchiner of Green Life Soil says, recommend small businesses you know of on any forums you're on. I'm in the horticultural industry and I get so sick of seeing, and she quotes, go to Bunnings being posted. I always suggest people go local and support small business. If people are continually poked about, it might just start to sink in. Yeah, that's a great idea. So if you are on forums and there is conversations around a particular service or product or offering, then recommend a small business you know that sells that service or product. Long-time listener Daryl Van Roy says, ring direct for takeaway. Uber Eats can show it, he says. Jeez, it's a bit harsh. Daryl, I, I get it. Um, I would also add to that, you know, if you're booking a comment accommodation or experiences, go direct and maybe avoid using those big aggregating websites. You know, when you buy something direct from a business, they're getting 100% of the margin. No one's clipping the ticket on the way. Ben Porter, has he's got three ideas. Ben says, number one is write a post on a local community Facebook page about your recent experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, those, those local community Facebook pages carry so much credibility. Um, I see it on my local community Facebook page where, you know, people, you know, say, you know, anyone know a local real estate agent or where I get my carpets cleaned or whatever it is? And the amount of people that then post local businesses is fantastic. The other thing uh, Ben says we can do if the business isn't listed on Google Maps and that happens, then add them. I didn't know you could do that, Ben, but that's a great idea. The other thing he suggests is Google their business name and write reviews on the pages that rank first, as these are most likely to be seen. For some businesses, this may be TripAdvisor or product review or Yelp, but I think the whole idea there of Ben's is to is to write and leave reviews. Put aside five or ten minutes and do them a favour. It's an awesome thing to do. A couple more from me. Um, if, if you're in a shop and hear another customer ask a question of the business owner or a staff member that you think you can add value to, then go ahead and throw in your two bobs worth, you know, contribute to the conversation. Again, the business owner's under the pump, you know, he or she's short on time. So, you know, if you've got something to add to that conversation, do so. The other thing is ask the business owner what areas they're finding hard in running their business. Then maybe offer them some advice if it's an area that you're familiar with. Or if you're not familiar with, but you know someone who is, maybe suggest to them that they make contact with the business and, and give a, you know, a small amount of time to um, help that business through that particular issue or that area that they don't, that they're, they're, they're not confident in. Rhonda Diprose, uh, she's a funeral celebrant in Hawke's Bay. When asked, what can we as consumers do to help small businesses grow? She says, and I like this one. This is a bit self-indulgent, but it does lead somewhere. So just stick with me. She says, if I like a business or a person running a business, I will talk to them. And the first thing I do is tell them to find your podcast, Timbo. I show them what it looks like on my phone, give them some examples of episodes that I think they'd be interested in and get them to download the app in front of me. Oh, Rhonda. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Or if someone on a Facebook, on a business Facebook site asks, what's a good podcast to listen to? I'll post your podcast link and suggest that you look, they look into it. That's wonderful. Thank you for that, Rhonda. But I would also encourage not just my podcast, but if you know some helpful business resources, it might be around marketing, HR, cash flow, finance, whatever it may be that you think a business owner could benefit from, 
then send it their way. Rhonda goes on with this wonderful PS. I think it's a great idea. I often collect business cards and then make sure I pass them on to others and tell them how impressed I am with the business. I did this recently with Mrs. Sharp. She's in a van and goes around sharpening knives for people. One day I was walking past her van. I took about 20 of her cards and all the way home, I stopped into other businesses and told them about her and if anyone needs knives sharpened. That's fantastic. The only thing was by the time I got home, I had given them all, I had given them all away. So I had to go and find her to get some more. What a wonderful idea. Grab a bunch of someone's business cards and hand them out to other businesses or people who need that service or product. Jenna Maltby says social media engagement, either like, comment or share. It all helps and it's free. Yes, that idea will be built on in future ideas. Uh, Jenna, thank you for that. Scott Hunt from Fitness Enhancement, past guest, none, nonetheless. Uh, he says, if you've had a great experience with a local business, help them out and give a Google and Facebook review. It takes one minute and really helps support them. If you can spare five minutes and don't mind being in the spotlight, film them a video testimonial. On your iPhone is fine, explaining what you love about the business. Just be natural and honest. A picture says a thousand words, but a video says so much more. Giving five minutes of your time like this is free and can help support your favourite businesses for years to come. I think that's a wonderful idea. Again, like lose the, you know, the embarrassment of being on video and... Uh, you know, sending a business a video testimonial that they haven't had to ask for, that you've just done off your own bat, I mean, that is marketing G-O-L-D right there, and it will give you a very warm feeling indeed. Sally Hardham says sign up for their newsletter. It's a great idea, you know. Build a business's database. Certainly buying from them is the best thing that we can do to help a local business, but helping them build their database and, you know, maybe get an email address at Gmail that you direct all your newsletters to because I know it can kind of fill your inbox and it's a bit of a pain in the ass, but signing up for a business's newsletter is a nice thing to do. Uh, Willem Samovic of Vilfreight says, try to review as many businesses as you can. As I know it helps, I spent no money on advertising for the first three years of my business as I lived off reviews. Well, that goes down to, you know, offering a great product or service and creating word of mouth. But obviously talking about businesses is a good thing to others. Ted Adams of VIP Pooch, which is a mobile dog wash business, suggests, I talk to a lot of our clients about how much I love staffies. So guaranteed, any time a client of ours meets a staffie, they say, you have to get VIP Pooch. I was accidentally telling my clients who our perfect customer is, and as a result, we get to meet so many awesome staffies all the time. So flipping this around, as a consumer, Ask a business owner who their perfect client is, and then, if you know someone who fits that description, go ahead and tell them about that business. More word of mouth. I think one of the things that's coming out through this is let's be talking more to our friends and colleagues about local businesses, about small businesses in our area that we could be supporting. Daniel Regley of Reglis, Reglis Missing Link. I'm sorry if I've got your name wrong, Daniel, but um, Reglis, R-E-G-L-I-S, Missing Link, which is a bespoke jewellery store in Chilton, Victoria, says, I like this one, and I'll read it uh, as it has been written to me. Slow down. 
enjoy the process of shopping around. Take the time to explore and find new places and things to buy instead of racing off to the nearest chain store. I love it. Slow down. Enjoy the process of shopping. You know, going into a small business is an enjoyable experience. I, th- I think it is. I completely freak out when I go into those big box stores. You will not find me unless it's, I've been coerced. You will not find me in Bunnings or Officeworks or Ikea. I just, I don't know, I freak out a bit. And I love going into a small business. You speak to the owner and you get a real sense that this is something that they have created from scratch. And yeah, you might pay a few more dollars, but hey, you are helping a small business grow. And I think it's a great thing. Long-time listener Trish Raj says, join your local chamber of commerce, business association or networking group. And rather than go with the intention of getting more business yourself, Put your consumer hat on and ask, how can I support your business to those at the networking event? You'll be surprised how people remember you when you're helping them rather than selling to them. So true. Help. Be helpful. Go into a small business and ask how you can help. You know, what do they say? Um, Tell, don't sell. That sort of plays into that idea. Nick Horton says, my theory is the take a mate, make a date. Then you're giving business twice as much support. That's a great idea. So if you're going to go on a little shopping trip down, you know, your local high street, take a mate. That's a great, or take three mates, four mates. Make a day of it. Make a party of it. Out says, post a picture of you enjoying whatever small business you like and tag them. It's word of mouth and people can see you actually using them all in one. Plus, people are very visual. Great idea, Kat. Amy Hardwick says, have the courage to tell them to their face if you are not completely satisfied with their service. This is good. This is lateral thinking. Help them to improve in a positive way rather than posting it on a review site first up. Give them the chance to turn the problem around. You never know. It could have been a misunderstanding. I think constructive feedback is a wonderful thing. I think too many people race off to a review site and go, oh, that a bad experience and I should be treated better and it was disgusting and how dare they, don't they know who I am? Instead, just ring the business owner or go back into the store and say, hey, listen, kind of what you gave me wasn't really what I expected and, you know, is there a reason for it? Because you never know. You know, people could be having a bad day. You could have miscommunicated your brief. Don't know, just but have that constructive feedback with a business owner. The good business owners will really appreciate it. The bad ones will get the shits with you, but hey, roll the dice. Listener Richard Williams says to the question, how can we as consumers help small businesses grow? Richard says, say thank you and mean it. Running a small business can be a very lonely place. We have to put a smile on sometimes when we just don't want to. A heartfelt thank you from a customer can make the day feel so worthwhile. I think that's beautiful. When was the last time you walked into a business, asked for the owner and said, thank you. Thank you for something you'd bought previously. Thank you for such a beautiful store. Thank you for allowing me to wander around and look at the beautiful jewelry you're making or art that you're creating or whatever it is they're selling. Thank you. Thank you to you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate it hugely. Craig Helmers, long-time listener, 
great contributor inside the Small Business Big Marketing Tribe on Facebook, which you should join, says, tell the business you were really happy with their service, product, or experience, and then tell them that you are happy to give the, to, and then tell them you are happy to give up X amount of your time, say 20 minutes, for example, and they can use it as they see fit to promote their business. Wow. It's a good idea. So go up to a business owner and say, hey, I've got 20 minutes. How would you like me to use it to promote your business? Might be a Facebook post. Might be telling 10 people you know about the business. Might be, maybe they just want you to empty the bins. I don't know. That's a lovely gesture. Craig McNiven, who is an economist on the Gold Coast, says, ask the small business owner you have just supported how else you can help them. They may simply ask for a view or a like and a share on social or... They may say, tell your friends and family. After all, if you just made a purchase, the people you hang with are probably like you and would also be that business's ideal client. It's a great idea. Builds on Craig's idea of earlier. Tom Haywood says, take time to seek out quality artisan producers. Don't take the quick fix buying from the big guys online or the big supermarkets. For example, look for small producers such as Bahen and Co, B-A-H-E-N. They're a chocolate maker rather than buying from Cadbury. And guess where Tom's from? Bahen and Co chocolate. That's a great idea. My beautiful girlfriend, Sarah, loves buying bespoke artisan products. And I must say, having now gone on many shopping trips with Sarah, she takes me into these stores and it's an absolute delight to see some of these artisan type products that are being made, both online and, you know, in the high street. So walk into those shops that you wouldn't normally walk into. They are being run by someone who may have a family, may have a mortgage, but they're making beautiful things and your support of them would be greatly appreciated. Bob N. Rashel, he's a long-time listener too, says, a key component to social like and share that is being missed is the aspect of your followers inviting their friends to like your local business. Now, Bob puts some maths to this. He says, it's an easy thing to go to a social page for a business you've liked and recommend it via the invite to like button to all your personal connections. If your, say, 1,000 connections all invited all their, say, 500 connections, you're following, to like your page, that's half a million people being invited to like your page on Facebook. If 1% of those people accepted the invitation, you'd go from 1,000 connections to 6,000 immediately. That's a fantastic boost to your reach, and they can do it very easily with just a few clicks. Love it, Bob. Thank you. Nigel San of Fetched, which is a pre-portioned dog food business. I like that. I love a niche. Nigel says, it's hard to beat word of mouth marketing. It's the most powerful and it's a third party trusted reference. In saying that, I feel from a business sense, we have to be conscious of this in everything we do. So we need to have a product or service that is worthy to be talked about, correct, and customer service that's second to none so that people feel they are joining a family when they purchase from you. Everything you do, think about it in a way that will have your business spoken about at a barbecue in a positive way. So for us, Nigel says, keep talking about businesses to our mates that do these things well. It's very easy to talk about a negative experience, so true, and we forget to talk about the positive ones because we expect a good experience. It's almost like 
It's just a ticket to the game to offer a positive experience. But if you do have one, talk about it. My advice is to talk about every small business that you have a good experience with to as many people as you can. Couldn't agree more, Nigel. Less negative talk, more positive talk. If you find yourself about to complain to someone else about a business, stop. Because it just puts bad shit out there. It's bad energy. Find a good experience and share that. Alabella of Peachland Wine Shop, I like I like Alabella's name and I like the name of her wine shop, Peachland, says the quick and easy way to support small businesses is to leave a descriptive, in capital letters, Google review or Yelp or TripAdvisor or leave a review on their Facebook page. On Facebook, you can give a recommendation. Yeah, you can. There is a recommendation button. When enjoying the product or service, take a photo or video, post on your social media and tag the business. Wonderful. Love it. Lauren Ellingham from Mayfair Property Management, another long-time listener and tribe member, says, tell people about our positive experiences in the flesh. Actually, face-to-face. Our friends, our families, our colleagues, our customers, not just online reviews. We live a lot of our lives online, don't we? And then we sort of forget that there's that thing where you look someone in the eye and (laughs) tell them face-to-face. Couple more from me, just to finish up, purchase gift vouchers from your local business. Contribute to crowdfunding campaigns if a local business has got one going. Start a local business directory. Maybe you're very community-minded. Well, put together a little directory online or a printed directory of all the local businesses in your area. Stock up on items you'll need later. You know, um, there may be something you don't need now, but a business puts out a promotion. Buy a few. You'll never know when you might need it. And finally, and we've talked about this earlier, have patience and cut local business owners and small business owners some slack because they are under-resourced. They love to do, they want to do business with you. They want to offer you the best service, but just acknowledge that they are under the pump and be patient. Well, there you go. That's 32 ideas on how we as consumers, not business owners, can help small and local businesses grow. If you've got something to add to that list, then call the Small Business Big Marketing hotline on 0480-015-150 because I want to keep building this list. We've got 32 ideas. I reckon we can get 50, 60 a hundred ways that as consumers we can help small business. And be sure to join the Small Business Big Marketing Tribe on Facebook. We've got over 750 members. You've just heard from some of them and thank you to all of them who contributed to that. And it's also a great way for you to share your marketing ideas and get pushed along in a positive way by others. Now, next week, we are going to catch up with an Aussie fellow now living in Ireland where he runs a global coaching business for accountants and bookkeepers, and you know how much I love a good niche. We have a great discussion uh, about how to niche your business down. If you're loving the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast, then you'll find 531 more episodes on the Podcast One Australia app. As has been the case for the past 11 years, this podcast is presented by me, Timbo Reed, and fragrantly pulled together by the sweet-smelling team over at Podcast One Australia. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to get out there with your consumer hat on and start helping other small businesses in and around your local area or online. Until then, may your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.